The programme which follows is brought to you by Resonance 104.4 FM. You're listening to Very Loose Women. Hi and welcome to Very Loose Women. Uh, tonight's show is on masturbation. Um, so, first of all, does anyone have any masturbation gripes? Sometimes, when I'm masturbating, um, my neck, I like pull a muscle on my neck and it's really sore. Really? That's Jeez. very unusual. That's very vigorous. And then it kind of lasts for a while. You know when you sometimes like get a little in you your neck? Crick your neck. Crick my neck. What do you it exactly ruins the moment. I have a gripe. When you can hear other people masturbate. Oh, what, you mean like your partner? No, like people that you live with or people who are like next door. <laughs> <laughs> That's not pointed, Emma's staying with me at the moment. It wasn't a pointed comment. Um, you but hear like me screaming in pain when I've cripped my neck. I feel, I feel like it's a very... You know, it's it's a sort of different sound to yeah. when people are obviously having sex. Like, you can tell when they So you're more bothered by the sound of masturbation than the sound of sex? It feels more intimate hearing someone That's masturbate. That's very interesting. That's I don't really think I've heard someone masturbate. No, I, I can't imagine the sound. That, I mean, do you mean verbal sounds or the sound of flesh on hand? Or, like, the sound of, like, hand against duvet or something. Or the vibrations. Yeah, they're kind of... I think it's faster and more muffled. Muffled? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, I don't know that I have a gripe, actually. You just love all of it. I think I once saw someone masturbating on a nudist beach, and I felt uh. I felt grumpy about it, but... Grumpy? Um, <laughs> I you say violated, but grumpy is much no, more... Well, they, um, they, were, they were seeking privacy, and I think I perhaps intruded on their, their personal space, but I felt I then felt embarrassed, and I felt like I needed to retreat from the beach. Do you think that somewhere else, somewhere in the world, someone's giving their masturbation gripe and it's like, I was at this nudist beach and I was having a really <laughs> lovely wank and then this girl came along and ruined it all. She really eyeballed me. <laughs> put me right off. And she looks so grumpy. I'm not comfortable with a grey area of like, is it okay to masturbate when someone's asleep next to you? <laughs> like, if they're your partner. I was, that... I was going to say, who is that person to Yeah, you? I mean, it's not like... I don't know, a pet or anything. Like, it's... it's <laughs> I think it's pet... okay if your pet masturbates. I think pets quite often masturbate, and I think you just accept it. That's part of life. Okay, the question wasn't about pets. My, oh. my gripe was like... It's not really a gripe, it's more of a question. Okay, fine, I don't have a gripe. So I guess what... my gripe would be not coming. So, sorry, coming back to your question. Yeah, is coming question, back, yeah. what are the rules about masturbating yeah. in a bed with a and I, I think that, I guess my gripe is, it's not clear enough like how okay it is to masturbate in everywhere yeah what is the etiquette of masturbating when there's someone else what is the etiquette Emma would you well I guess what I'm wondering is let's say for example you're in bed with your lover well we've got two parts to the question let's say they don't feel like having sex you want to have sex is it okay to masturbate then part number two is if they're asleep is it okay to masturbate then I think I think I masturbate too quietly so I mean it wouldn't be a concern to you peanut but (laughs) Glad to hear it. Yeah. But it just means that, like, like too quietly for what? For my partner to know that I'm masturbating. Oh, right. Not like I'm a real issue in my life is I masturbate too quietly. Are you really saying is it okay to take part in secretive solo masturbation? But then yeah. if you don't say, oh, I'm doing this yeah. and back off, or you just do it secretly, it's kind of weird. I, it is a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah, and like feel that when it happens. I don't think it's weird. I think it's okay to keep something to yourself including masturbation. It's just that I think in the case where, let's say, only one of you wanted to have sex and then you decided to masturbate, I think that would have to be like a consensual, like, 
Yeah. You know, why don't you just take yourself away for a little while and have some time? So you've got to go to like, like the bathroom. You can't I, just do it in bed. I think most partners would struggle to have their partner masturbate next to them and not join in. It only becomes an issue when you're sleeping in the same bed as someone like seven days a week, like mm. you're in a long-term relationship. Mm. And this is quite new for me because um, my partner moved in. And, you know, I've never, ever been with one person for this amount of kind of intense one-on-one time and it's what you kind of don't really realize is that normally even if you're with someone you always have a few days a week where you're going home and like you have that private time so you have to make a conscious effort to have private time Hmm. and obviously it is going to be important to you to do things like that there's nothing wrong with it but how do you do it in a way that isn't kind of offensive or implies that you want someone to get away from you but like you have to have your own time to kind of do stuff by yourself do you think anyone prefers um, masturbating to having sex? Oh, loads of people. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, people might, in fact, treat the whole two things as entirely separate aspects of their sexual life. You know, I actually, I think that I do. I see, I see it as being different. Yeah. And um, one of them is about, you know, the joy of being with someone else and having, um, like, communicating with someone. And the other one is just, like, pure kind of introspection, isn't it? Yeah. Actually, on that point, one of the uh, Cosmo stats of masturbation is that 37% of women like to masturbate in front of the mirror, which I was completely unaware of. I didn't even know that was a masturbation thing. I would have, like, if I had done that, I would have been like, why am I, lo- am I turned on by myself? Like, what's going on here? And now you're going to try and do it without your partner realising. <laughs> <laughs> Take my pocket mirror. Ooh, my arm. I'd like to point out that when Lily first told us this statistic, there was a moment of silence, and then we all revealed that we'd all done it, and then I said 75% of women, when questioned, had done it. To be fair, we've probably done a more rigorous survey than Cosmo. <laughs> Larger sample population. I think masturbation is interesting because, like, wank is often used as an insult and masturbation is often a taboo topic, perhaps even more than sex. No, this is a really important part of the, of, of, of the conversation. It's actually, we were doing a bit of research into the history of masturbation, of double-clicking the mouse, only they wouldn't have called it double-clicking the mouse because they didn't have mice. Isn't that cool? They did have mice. Oh. They didn't have computer <laughs> mice. Don't yeah. click a rodent. <laughs> there are prehistoric rock painting depictions of male and female masturbation. I was quite surprised by that. But there's, like, paintings depicting masturbation mm. at all. They also said, even then, that it was much more common to have depictions of men masturbating than women. That's interesting. Maybe just because you can tell what's going on more easily. Didn't <laughs> masturbation only become taboo in the Victorian period? Because like, there are loads of um, dildos and things from loads of cultures over the world and they were just always put in special like archives. Because no, because they were there are loads be... of religious taboos. I don't know about all religions, okay, mm. but I think a large number of the more significant world religions have issues with masturbation. But at the same time, it would be... Say in England in the 18th century, you could have like a punch cartoon that would make a joke about someone wanking. So it's still a taboo because that's why it's funny because it's in satire. But you would have that, whereas you would never have had that in. Like so I think they the got Victorian, much more prudish about yeah, things. It's a complete repression of sexual reference. Pamphlets in that came out in the 17th century. I mean, it was the 18th century. Dr. Balthazar Becker wrote one. I just love the name of it, which was Onania or the heinous sin of self pollution and all its frightful consequences in both sexes, considered with spiritual and physical advice to those who have already injured themselves by this abominable practice. That was the name of his... Kubrick punchy, that. punchy <laughs> name of the pamphlet there about why you shouldn't wank. And that was the first time, I think, that people really... Because it says, OK, fine, Heinison and self-pollution are a lot, lot worse, but Cosmo is talking about admitting to wanking and being down and dirty. Like, I don't 
think that there's like we've moved on a bit quite a lot but not we haven't completely moved on there's still that stigma attached to it and I think that that's problematic I think you know if some things definitely are taboo if you would never talk about it with your parents or it would be Ah, crippling awful yeah so actually we probably all have had some kind of conversation about sex with our parents about maybe even I don't know contraception maybe drugs loads of things have you ever really sat down and talked about how you feel about masturbation with your mum and dad or could you even see that happening no no I don't know he might do but I, I really don't think so Although my mum likes to think that she's quite forward-thinking these things, so we have a lot of books about masturbation at home. But we don't talk about them. Like, instructional? Like, yes. 70s books about... I think it all... I guess the, the Reformation and the rise of a more puritanical approach... This is mm. a Western-centric view. Definitely leads in part to the repression of sexual sexuality and sexual expression. And part of that is maybe masturbation, so maybe that's... Mm one of the roots i was just wondering obviously we discuss masturbation a lot amongst us four but like with other friends how often do you discuss masturbation well yeah i was thinking about this like when was the first time i really talked about wanking and i remember having a party when i was maybe like 15 16 and i think we were playing like i have never some sort of game and someone says something like i have never i don't know like wanked and like a girl put up her hand and everyone was like super shocked like it was really crazy that a girl like admitted to wanking and that's probably the first time I ever had like spoke to someone about yeah, it. Yeah, I remember that when it, I was actually at a writers' meeting, and someone said like people don't talk about female masturbation enough, and I literally never thought about female masturbation. <laughs> <laughs> like never, it hadn't even crossed my mind. When I was at school, a few of my friends, you know, do you remember when we did um, our literature episode? I mean, talked about Judy Bloom, like books that love Judy Bloom. Yeah, appeal to you when you're a teenager. Um, are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. <laughs> The, is that the one? It's, it's Deanie who touches her special place. Yeah, yeah. And it's like she feels quite shy, but when she's like worried about something, like I don't know, whatever, you know, she, she's in bed and she's like, helps me sleep. A few of my friends have read that book and we used to say about how we liked those books and all the rest of it, but then we never really discussed the content. Mm. But it became very obvious to me that everyone kind of was edging around the topic of masturbation so they, they, wanted to they were treating it. it as taboo like they were consciously yeah avoiding it. i don't think i've ever had a conversation like i with my friends at school we didn't really talk about it until we were much much older like mm. actually adult age and then university i do remember being about 10 and someone running into the classroom with a dictionary saying we've got this hilarious word that we found and it was masturbate because mm. obviously people talked about it but no one did it in a kind of talking about it in a female context it was always boys bring it up yeah. as a kind of funny thing i remember actually talking to a boy at school about it and we like looked at all the girls in the class and we were going through saying like do we think she wanked or not Emma. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. it wasn't re- i think it was more like i don't know i don't know what qualities you liked we or didn't like yeah no that's exactly what i'm trying to think what the qualities were that we were was looking it just at. how like, like tight maybe yeah how chilled out they were so that's quite interesting because you're already using it as something like that's quite an adult viewpoint of it being like a normal thing to do and it's healthy and you have to be quite uptight to be the type of person who maybe isn't comfortable with it. Like that's what I would consider to be quite an adult way of looking at it rather than teenage where you might be like, oh, that's really gross. Of course she does it because she's like, you know, weird and... Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't play this game today. I don't think it's a nice thing to do or to sit and discuss. I definitely definitely think uh, very loose women, the university period was when I heard the most about masturbation. Friends and I had conversations talking about masturbation, maybe not personal experiences, from very young. Like, well, not very young, but from puberty. What um, were you saying about it, though? 
I think just a general discussion, like, have you, do you? Um, I, I don't know, when, when did Anne Summers open? You know, like people used to buy each other kind of joke gifts along the lines of, like, a little lipstick-shaped vibrator from when I was a mid-teen, yeah. I'd say. A mid-teen? I, I got bought a, Yeah, I got <laughs> bought a vibrator as a birthday present once, which I found really strange, just because, like, for a friend who had, like, really not discussed, like, sex or anything with... But I think people often buy sex toys to be funny, as in, like, uh, you're not going to use this. You know what? It wasn't to be funny because she, it came with, like, so she bought me the sex toy and then also, like, she'd bought me, a, you know, like, there's, like, sex toy wipes you can get. Like, specific, I guess so they don't degrade the, like, I don't know, silicone or whatever it is. So she bought me this, like, little pack of sex toy wipes that came with it. Um, there was, like, a, f- a five pack. And she said to me before she gave me the present, she was like, by the way, um, just in case you think that, like, there's something wrong with the pack, like, I bought, I took, like, two of those out. So, obviously, she was saying to me, I've got a sex toy, and I took some of those wipes to use on my sex toy. So, she, it wasn't like a, jo- do you know what I mean? It wasn't like a jokey present, like, you're never going to use this. It was like, I've got one, I use it, I'm buying you one, I assume you're going to use it. Do you think that she had just watched lots of Sex in the City, or read Cosmo loads? Well, that's kind of what I was thinking about before when we were saying, like, um, you know, is, is the fact that all these kind of high street shops now sell sex toys, is that letting us talk about masturbation a bit more and I was kind of thinking is that is a big part of that to do with sex in the city I'm still like I'm still quite embarrassed to just buy a vibrator I don't think it's it's made me comfortable with like buying sexy stuff I think a lot of the idea around sex toys as well a lot of the way they're sold is about using them in a in a relationship context as opposed to for solo pleasure necessarily Mm. um so I think a lot of our discussion around masturbation focuses on masturbation as part of your, a sexual act with a partner rather than just talking about generally do people masturbate, which is, you know, as a for personal pleasure. Something that I don't understand is um, why people think that, like, vibrators and that kind of thing are quite acceptable. So, like, female sex toys, I guess. Well, in the main ones that you would associate women as using, but then things like a fleshlight... Which isn't really like that different. So, you know, like, fleshlight is like a, it's basically like a fake vagina that a man can masturbate with. Oh. I don't understand why things like that. I thought you literally meant the flash. Yeah, I thought it's yeah, a yeah, that's what I thought. I thought you meant like, rather than replacing sex toys with ordinary household objects, no, which may no. or may not cause harm to your vagina if inserted. When people talk about it, people think it's disgusting and creepy. And like, I can I can see it as well, but I don't understand why when we're talking about women using vibrators, people don't think... Like, I don't see the difference between those two things. But also, it's to do with, like, what's perceived as being kind of... Uh, this is obviously completely an inverted commas, in my view, but, like, normal relationship, which often comes into, like, you know, heterosexual could be because you're single, but you're missing having a male partner. So that's why you have would have a sex toy, and then you would do it maybe with your male partner. But it's quite kind of standard way of viewing sex as being, like, penetrative or whatever. Heteronormative. Yeah, it's very heteronormative. Whereas, you know, as soon as you start putting things like, you know, vag in a can or butt plugs or anything that's a little bit maybe not S&M now but like you know it tends to be quite tame S&M that people are okay with which again is something that you would do as a kind of heterosexual couple but anything that comes under you know different categories is still quite sort of frightening for people or people do see it as weird. But I don't understand why a fleshlight or a vag in a can is different to a vibrator. I think actually part of it to do with has to do with people's natural squeamishness about the creation of a wet fleshy object as opposed to a hard, dry fleshy object. And that might be to do with a latent... Like a distaste of... A distaste of trying to create the vagina as opposed to trying to create the phallus, which has historically been a very... 
But is it Broken also symbol. that maybe <coughs> people would find it odd if you were a, a sexually frustrated guy? Say you were a guy who just hadn't been able to have sex for two years. Would it be seen? Would that be seen as a bit stranger than a woman who decided not to have sex for two years because she doesn't want to have casual sex? They can. It's easier for them to come. It's easier for them to wank. Why do they need a prop? That's strange. But also, well, but also maybe a cultural um, kind of trope that women, like some women won't necessarily want to shag around and then other people will so maybe people do just find it like very odd for a man to to do that kind of thing rather than actually going out and having sex with people so on the topic of sex toys for women um do you find but is there like a best one the reason i'm bringing this up is because when we were doing our orgasm episode we looked at these videos that we discussed of women use reading out a book and they're all using this thing called the wand but it's not a penetrative one. It's just a like massagey one that was then used for the wrong reason or like counter its in- initial industrial use, which was back massaging and <laughs> industrial use. Sort of the, the reason it was mass yeah. produced for um, and then became quite a widespread vaginal clitoral massager. It never really it never really occurred to me that different types of vibrators would be. I think as a sh- if you were shopping for something of that kind, you would I would advise reading a few reviews and getting a sense of the kind of feeling you might want to achieve through your product. Apparently, people test it on the tip of their nose. Like if you're in a oh, shop, really? you can test it. I think it's supposed to be like quite a sensitive area, and then you can see what it feels like. That's really but obviously, interesting. Obviously, like you're trying it out without trying it out. What is in like a special tester one? Yeah, like in, like yeah, in the shop. <laughs> I just wouldn't want to get one that someone did. Have their nose no. you can use several yeah. people's noses. You don't then buy acceptable. the tester one. No, <laughs> no one buys a tester. Um, yeah, but there seems to be also like quite a big uh, difference between the penetrative ones and then the non-penetrative ones. It's, it strikes me as two very different types of vibrator. What inspired you to have your first wank? That's what I want to know. Like, what all of a sudden do you feel like I I want to try this? Conversation with Peanut. I think it's just growing up, isn't it? You're, you just become more curious about your body. See, no, that didn't happen to me. Like, someone had to say, like, oh, this is something you should think about before I started thinking about it. It was never like, oh, I have sexual urges. That never happened to me. But did you then have sexual urges later? Like, do you think that you would have had, you know, even if you hadn't been on that voyage of self-discovery at that point, for want of a better, very cheesy term, like, do you think that... It, 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 there's been a point since where you've really felt a sexual feeling that's been so concentrated in that area that it could have led you to just do it spontaneously. I'm not sure. I'm really not sure. I'm not sure if I figured enough about, out about myself to know that. I don't, I'm not sure. I definitely had someone like talk, talk to me about masturbating and then I was like, and they were like, have you not done it? And I was like, no. And then... That's so interesting because I've always thought this is like just kind of a, a conservative myth that people don't have these urges naturally and just come into these things of their own accord and actually that massively supports the idea that we I guess we really learn our but I mean maybe yeah if you'd given feeling. me like two years or whatever and no one had said it to me it would have I would have just done it myself but or you know it would have taken longer thought the same as you Lucy like you know when you see um I don't know like a, a, a baby giraffe being born like literally 10 minutes later it could walk it just seemed to me like there's a point at which you just do it like you're almost programmed to have that feeling and then you just but don't you think people have those points at different times yeah oh, yeah, yeah. So let's say like you had yours at I'm just gonna give a random age like let's say you had yours at 14 when you like were like you just you just started doing it but if two years earlier someone had kind of said this to you then you might have tried it earlier than you would have mm. yeah so okay so it could be suggested yeah yeah that's definitely true 
that makes sense. Yeah, so I, I do totally agree with that and that there's no set development time the same way that you start your periods at different times or, you know, um, fall in love at different times or whatever. But um, increasingly, as I've got older, people have said to me that actually they never did it until they got past kind of a point of being in a relationship or having even had sex loads or whatever like it was it was just doing it by themselves was just never a thing do you um, think that you need to have like an object of lust to inspire you to do it definitely not no no when you're when you're say like you're really little like you see kids you know sometimes like when they're very young experimenting and it is a pure sensation thing isn't it like you know you've accidentally one of our friends has a really good story about this, yeah, which involves an inflatable object in a swimming pool. Uh, but, you know, it's just an accident, which mm. maybe is easier for boys if you've got this thing that can be more stimulated externally. But that is, you know, that's not linked to like a person or an ideal or an emotion at all. It's just pure physical. On that topic, I think I was 19 when I first ranked. I think that I think that's quite late. I'd imagine. Well, I don't know, because, I mean, one debate we haven't actually had yet on the show, but probably should have, is this idea of being asexual and actually just not having any inclination for... Oh, I think I think I was until, until I was about 22, definitely. And I think that some people are and remain that way. And actually, again, I think it's easy to maybe dismiss the idea that people might not have those feelings if you experience them for yourself. But actually, I think it's perfectly possible that some people don't experience those types of... And if they any of those people were listening and the way that we're talking about it like the idea of what inspires you to experiment in that way oh it's growing up that could be quite an alienating thing mm. couldn't it yeah, um, which is hard to kind of keep in mind but you know does it is it in, an intrinsic part of knowing yourself because that's a lot of what feminist discourse about masturbation and how we should talk about it more and break the taboo around it is around this idea of if you don't know yourself if you can't love yourself then you know how can you be happy in your life you know how does that fit into someone who just doesn't have that need or feeling hmm. and that's you know you don't want to imply that someone's lacking for not having that or indeed someone who chooses to repress it you know, if, if someone makes an active choice to repress their sexual desire. There's another s- subject sort of that I wanted to bring up is the difference between how male masturbation and female masturbation is viewed. Maybe that has an impact on female discussions around it as well. So, like, I'm mainly thinking of, like, we were talking about American Pie. Female <laughs> masturbation is, like, a super sexy thing in that movie, whereas male masturbation is something that's quite embarrassing (laughs) (laughs) crucially (laughs) an apple pie sorry to ruin that if anyone hasn't seen that film if if people haven't seen the film but also something quite discussed with his um father like there's a dialogue about that's true with the sock it's a male yeah it's a male bonding thing isn't it like this is something because it's like something you can't help if you're um, a guy that you might have wet, wet dreams. dreams. I was in, so maybe that directions. forces you to have that conversation because you have to have that conversation if there's a chance that your kid's going to wake up like, oh my God, what's happened? And the sheets need washed. Whereas you don't have to, the issue's not forced in the same way. So mm. maybe that's where that's, that's interesting. from. But why um, is it more sexy for a girl to wank? Or why is, is it, it? Mo- why is it kind of comical for a guy? Or is it just so that was coming again <laughs> from a <laughs> heteronormative and male perspective definitely and therefore they, they're presenting the adolescent teenagers fantasy in some way mm. of a woman touching herself maybe in areas that they've never been near in a way so there's like a mystery and a 
a sense that it's a very sexual act. And maybe that's typically how we often see female masturbation in a lot of mainstream media. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's presented through that lens. But to, to like adolescent females romanticize the idea of a man masturbating in the same way that you're maybe implying adolescent men would? No. Yeah, I wouldn't think so. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> I'm, I, mean, I'm I can't say... remember ever thinking about that and being like, that's hot. But who knows? Like Ooh. with female, like porn aimed at women, does it often just include like watching a basic physical act in the same way? Like would, would you find it sexy to watch a guy masturbating? Like I, I wouldn't. Well, no, I wouldn't. And that's, that's the point I'm making, I guess, is that you're kind of saying that these are aimed at like adolescent males most of these kind of gross out sex comedies or whatever and that's why they're kind of showing women masturbating that kind of way but I'm just wondering if the reverse is true like if you were to aim it at like adolescent girls would that be part of it like and why not I guess we're saying no but yeah I, well I don't know I think that men and women could be equally aroused by this by sex on a screen and I think that women could be as aroused by a female masturbating as by a man masturbating I just think the more common portrayal is the woman mm masturbating to please a man more used to a woman being objectified or being with female masturbation and male masturbation when we're talking about it being a taboo or not being a taboo like historically women are seen to be more sexually passive so the idea that you know a woman would need to masturbate or would need to look at men like pornography of men masturbating seems at odds with that whereas men are generally seen as more sexually active and therefore there's that kind of conversation about you know, men masturbating and needing to do it and having, like, a regularity But the Kinsey it. research shows that that's just strictly not true. It does, but it's not shown in mainstream media. So, so like, say in um, male magazines where there's women who are sexually, sexually objectified, um, you know, you might have women who are totally naked and it's, like, you know, full frontal nudity, whereas in women's magazines it would be highly unusual to have a totally nude man but they would probably, you know, maybe be showing their chest up. So you, you grow up with that perception of that's what you Should objectify. Yeah, that's how you objectify a man. It's in a sort of desexualized way, isn't it? Two last questions. Is masturbation sexual? I think, yes. <laughs> I do think it's sexual. Um, also, you could obviously do, like, masturbation with someone else. That's, I think, definitely sexual. Can you have a sexual act on your own? Yes, definitely 100% sexual. But it can also but it doesn't mean it's only sexual and exclusively sexual. It's sexual but also maybe relaxing and maybe mood boosting. You know, it's got lots more to it than purely being about physical desire to orgasm. Yeah. Like that takes your mind off things, relaxes you a bit stressed, yeah. 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 Helps you sleep. Um and I'm going to say sometimes when is it not oh I see yeah that's a good answer because I think it's sometimes just physical rather than sexual and finally it's the question of where you masturbate and the reason I wanted to bring this up is because I saw this in Cosmo and it's really phrased in a really bizarre way so I'll just read it out here they said um, but when asked where else they like to get as in apart from the bedroom they like to get down and dirty this is the phrase that they used in Cosmo (laughs) down and dirty Um, the answers women gave were pretty varied so it says bedroom 99% bathroom 80% living room 75% etc kitchen got 21% who works in the kitchen? but I guess it depends if it's a public use kitchen (laughs) if it's just your kitchen you're alone maybe there's a rug on the floor for you to recline on as long as the kitchen microphone I'm hypothesising about someone's Mm, kitchen doesn't sound like it Um, (laughs) I was going to say a question is is it okay to wank on someone else's bed? yeah (laughs) 
Well, I mean, it's like if you're staying in someone's house or staying in someone else's bed or doing, like, I don't know. I feel like I'm quite a nomad. I'm quite often in, people, in beds that are my own. And I'm never sure if it's What are you acceptable. trying to say? I'm just asking. I'm just asking <laughs> the question. Is that okay? I think it's absolutely fine. But again, it's about private space. Like, let's assume that if they're letting you stay in a bed in their house, they're going to wash the sheets after you've left, whether or not you've frigged off in them. I'd say it's fine. I mean, if it's okay to have sex in someone else's bed, it's okay to masturbate. It's not always okay. People don't like that. Some people don't like that. Isn't this why we have the concept of rooms? So that you have someone staying in a room and you have your own. We could still live in houses that are just one big room with like Mm -hmm. a kitchen and then you go outside to use the toilet, but everyone is in a shared space to look after each other and spend time together. But we don't. We have separate bedrooms so kids don't have to be with adults so that you can have sex and other adults can separate their time well in that case my new question is let's say you're staying in someone's like someone's spare room room, and i'm not i know i'm staying in your spare room but it's not directly (laughs) you but let's say you're staying in someone's spare room and they say to you like um yeah use a house as you wish but i'd rather you didn't have sex in that room so they've already said please i'm just saying people are weird sometimes right let's say let's say someone said i'd rather you didn't have sex in that room would you take that to include masturbation yeah i would definitely not i take it to bring a stranger into my house yeah oh and i think that it's like you couldn't give up you know, breathing, and you can't give up like walking uh, to work if, like, if you can walk or whatever. Like, there are things. <laughs> Why give a bad up example. But it's like something that I honestly don't think that you can give it up. Do you think people give it up for Lent? Yeah, yeah. I bet they do. Definitely. Definitely. But it's very difficult to stop that type of thing. So, unless anyone else has some pressing emergency masturbation news. That's all we have time for for today. Thanks a lot for listening. Uh, have a look at our blog at verylyswomen.wordpress.com and Twitter oh, at BLW Radio. Goodbye. Wank on, listeners. For full versions of our shows, check out verylyswomen.wordpress.com. This programme was brought to you by Resonance 104.4 FM. Visit our website at resonancefm.com to hear our vast range of original 24-7 broadcasts. Resonance is a not-for-profit broadcast platform and relies on public support. If you like what you've heard, make a secure donation at resonancefm.com.